Good afternoon, listeners, and welcome to Unfiltered, the podcast show where we call it as we see it. I'm your host, Nikki Shell Prince Haynes, and today my guest is Owen Errol Josiah. But before Owen begins, let me tell you a little about him. Owen naturally picked up the Josiah's family sport of long distance running during his secondary school days at St. John's College. However, it was discontinued after a short two-year season due to injury and other personal interests. Nevertheless, as of 2014, he took the family's athletic fame to another level by finishing in the top three at the Barbados National Triathlon 25th Anniversary, Swim, Bike, and Run Race. Adjudged as a fast-rising star, Owen has seen a podium finish for all of his local and regional races. Besides his athletic success, Owen is known for his cheerfulness, optimism, and self-motivation to learn new things. His athletic disciplines include running 5km, 10km, half marathon, triathlon, aquathlon, duathlon. And his athletics achievements include four times triathlon national champion for Barbados, duathlon national champion Barbados, aquathlon national champion Barbados. Owen also holds coaching certifications in first aid in CPR, AED, Cam Tree Level 1, Three Dimensional, Ironman, Psychology of Triathlon Youth and Juniors. He was the national head coach for Barbados Triathlon and Aquathlon Carifta team from 2017 to 2019 and is founder and head coach for True Endurance Multisports. Owen's many achievements during his studies at Samuel Jackman Prescott Institute of Technology in Barbados started some years before graduation. In 2012, whilst in St. Lucia, Owen became the first student of Samuel Jackman Prescott Institute of Technology and Barbados by extension to gain three individual gold medals at the Sir Arthur Lewis Community College Annual OECS Track and Field Championship. The medal come for that year's championship did not stop there, as his team won gold for the Open Men's 4x100 Mixed Relay. He began working as a technical support engineer at the privately owned Information Technology Network Security Consulting Firm, Carry Networks Limited, in 2013. The same year, he graduated with a distinction in microcomputer technology, City and Guilds, from the Samuel Jackman Prescott Institute of Technology in Barbados. He was also prized as the Outstanding Graduate of 2013 from the Electrical and Engineering Division, along with the Sportsman of the Year Award. His achievements continue, and it goes by this motto, hard work plus determination minus human error equals success. Good afternoon, Owen, and welcome to Unfiltered. How are you today? Afternoon, Nikisha. I'm doing pretty fine. Thank you very much for creating this space where we could, you know, just come together and, and just chat in an unfiltered manner. I'm doing well. Great. How are you? I am blessed and unstoppable. Thank you. Amen. <laughs> Let's get right in your interview. How did you get started in your sports career? 
Mm-hmm. I would say the first interest um, as relates to triathlon was sparked back in 2014. Um, but prior to that, just to put everything in in context, um, I started to run um, when I was in secondary school, and I stopped for a few years. Um, and after, uh, I say, uh, probably a six-year hiatus, I've started um, tertiary education and I picked back up running. Um, had a few, had a tour or two. And one of the events that I had was uh, a tricky road race um, on Spring Garden Highway, which is now Mighty Grainer Highway. And after that race, I stayed back to look at a triathlon event um, that was hosted by the same organizers. And then looking at it, it looked very interesting. Um, I already know that I had to run down park. Uh, I just needed to learn how to swim. Um, and I thought that, you know, riding is easy and I would that would have been a walkover for me. But getting into cycling slash riding, I understand that it's it's it has proven to be more well harder than, than someone may think or, or perceive um, so that was in 2014 and I trained for a few months self-coached um, and I went ahead and do the triathlon and yeah that from that point I've been doing triathlon since as my primary sport um, and in the triathlon community uh, persons usually say that you were bitten by the triathlon bug so that's it nice so tell me a little about your first experience doing the triathlon since this was something new to you. How was your first experience? In a nutshell, my first experience was great. Um, prior to triathlons, as I said, it was running. So sometime I'd win an event um, and, you know, you always have that sense of achievement. Uh, but when I cross the triathlon finish line in third position, um, the feeling that I've, the feeling that I felt at that time was um, uncomparable to the feeling that I usually experience when I run a um, a road race. The triathlon was a, uh, it was more impactful. It was more encouraging. It was like it, it, it made you a little more hungry, or hungry from the point of view that you know you're highly motivated to just keep doing and pushing and pushing to see how far you can go. So it was uh, it was a experience that I would never ever forget. Uh, and and at that point I didn't even win the race. I barely made the podium wow. um, by a, a by a how do I say a scratch, <laughs> <laughs> um, as opposed to you know coming first by a, a, a whole by a whole day or daylight or uh, by a huge margin in a running race or the triathlon, it's, it's just, it's a different experience, man. It's a different experience. Uh, I don't think I I can find sufficient words to really articulate the feeling. Mm. <laughs> but um, maybe you should try a triathlon sometime. <laughs> <laughs> if there is a triathlon for motivational speaking, well, surely. <laughs> And the other yeah. thing, no. You know, funny enough, whilst I was attending secondary and primary school, I thought I was this big distance runner. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I did one races, yes. And when for my church, I was automatically selected 
to represent our district at the, you know, district level. So I didn't have to do the preliminaries because I felt that, you know, I was this big distance runner. But put me now, nope. I'm not doing <laughs> No, no, I'm done with yeah, that. Well, yeah, well, doing um, district championships and being with an automatic selection, definitely you have to be clocking some speed in your days. Um, after one time, it's, it's another. And, and likewise, yeah. likewise, you um, for me, um, at first in primary school, I started running sprints, one, two. And in my school, I was one of the best. So every year, it would probably rotate between three of us. And then one time, one year, I get first. Next year, the other person get first. And I just keep rotating that. So I was always on the podium when it comes to school sport in the one, two. Uh, but when I went to secondary school, St. John's College, <laughs> first training session in preparation for and this is just um inter-house they didn't have to do with the other um, region or division or anything of that sort and it was sprinting all out and just could not you know catch none of these guys i remember this 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 specific instant this guy um kevin charles <laughs> i remember yeah, that name kevin yeah. charles yes he he's he was um uh, uh, one of my classmates and he, I was sprinting and, you know, he was just there and just running away and looking back at me and laughing and, you know, like just, just <laughs> playing. I was like, oh, wow, and this is just training. So what's going to happen? So that that was one of the um, events that I experienced, which pushed me uh, towards the longer distances. So I think it was that same year at the um, school level, I went into the distance race and I, I, I did not win it um but i felt as though i was more competitive and it started there or continued i would say lucky you my last sporting event it was at a district level and i I never forget that day i was running i think it was a 1500 meter race and naturally i could not come in first to third so on my second lap around the field, I realized that everybody was running past me. So guess what? I remember throwing myself down on the field. I'm like, no, I'm not bringing last. <laughs> I'm not bringing last. I threw myself down on the field and I just lay there. I'm like, I'm waiting for the paramedics to come because I am not moving. I'm not coming in last. <laughs> that was my yeah. last race. Yeah. And I was like, nope. No, 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 no. Because I yeah. did not train. Because, you know, you get this feeling that, hey, you're such a big runner. You get automatic Correct. selection. So you don't need Correct. to practice. And you don't need to train. But I don't know what happened that day. But I know I was not making it in the top three. So I can't out. <laughs> yeah. I prefer a DNF than uh, last place. Exactly. DNF being I did not finish. <laughs> exactly. That's something yeah. better at that yeah. time. So who yeah, or it, what? It happens. Yeah. Who or what would you say motivate you? At the beginning or presently? Presently. Uh, presently, it's those who who, um, who have been supporting me in my journey over the years. Um, I'm still a babe in this sport, having my first triathlon competition in 2014. Um, so seven years or approaching seven years is still very young as relates to an endurance event um, so those persons have been supporting me um, through, my, through my journey um, my family uh, sponsors um, the local federation and, and the fellow athletes as well because um, 
when I do go to race, it's not, it's not all about me. Um, yes, I'm the one on the course doing it, and it may appear. You know, it's it's just you. It's all about me. Uh, but that's that's far from the truth. Um, because to be able to get to where I'm at or to get to that start line in a healthy manner, a lot of person had to be involved from massage therapists, um, you know, the um, family, uh, wife, and um, you know, those who, like my manager, consultants, and so forth as related. So uh, my training, um, it's 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 all of them. So that is well, that group of people I, I usually refer to them as my. Um, my core support team, my core foundation, um, usually uh, be at the back of my head and which assists me or motivates me as it relates to completing the race, training for a championship, um, preparing for a tour, and just, you know, competing at my best. Nice. So I read in your bio that you are four times triathlon championship for Barbados. Your last, you completed two Sundays ago. So tell me, how does it feel to be four times triathlon champion for Barbados? Uh, the feeling personally is, is no different than the feeling that I experienced when I won the first championships a few years ago. Um, but just reflecting on it, um, having the ability to... Um, to win that title four times over a, what should I say, like a six-year period, because um, I would have, I did not attain it um, for two years. It's, yeah, it seems to be a little bit um, unreal, <laughs> um, if I should use that word. Um, <laughs> knowing that, I know this is someone who couldn't swim. I, I learned how to swim freestyle when I started triathlon. I started training for a triathlon in 2014. Um, this is someone who never had no cycling background. All I used to do is just run. And running, um, I wasn't I wasn't the best always, um, even in, in distance running. Um, back in, in secondary school, guys like Cleveland Ford, <laughs> he would lap me several times. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, just, just, just to... To be able to achieve that, um, based on on all of based on my my background and my history and my past, it's definitely um, yeah, definitely a surreal experience and one that I'm very very grateful and thankful for. Um, but it also brings to the point that you were mentioning just now. Um, it doesn't need to. It, well, you could train hard to game to get something. Uh, you don't. It's not. You cannot rely on talent only. So even though I wasn't the fast guy back then or the top guy back then, or when I started in 2014 or 2015 onwards, um, it's all about, you know, just training, being consistent, just showing up, getting it done and just build, build, build season after season. And now I'm at number four and I'm sure with God's grace and God's guidance, um, I'm going to, I still have some more in me. Let me put it that way. Nice, nice. So what is one of your most exciting or memorable moment today? Mind you, I know you have a lot. So just tell me that one that stands out the most for you. 
okay um when i did my first um european race um it was at the london triathlon and the results is what blew my mind um one that would never forget actually um usually when i get medals i you know give it away or not really give it away as in just give it to anybody so for like my my those that will probably come out to support me you know as a, a token of appreciation and I give them my medal or um some of my volunteer uh my sponsors or if you may see a volunteer that you know I've definitely because the volunteers make the events possible um and as the words said volunteers so there's no monetary conversation and so forth you know so just showing these sort of appreciation because without them we would not have the safe environment that you know is is created for us to compete or even or if i see like um a, a young athlete who's coming up and he may he or she may would have had a bad race um young being like a junior or something not ne- somebody that is necessarily in my race and i would just give them the medal to motivate them and to encourage them etc um, but the london triathlon medal well i got two medals i have those framed and it's in my training room so that's how um <laughs> memorable that is and the reason it is it, it, it is it is um such a, a memory that i am um, that i treasured is this london triathlon is um, arguably um, advertised as the world the world's largest um age group triathlon um i think the, the event is run run runs over um three days friday saturday sunday um they see anything between i guess a 15 to 20 maybe 24 25,000 competitors um wow. in my race i think yeah we had a few thousand and i came third in my age group um so i get, i got a bronze medal and i would have recorded the fastest transition too so transition to basically is the time between the, the disciplines so there are two transitions um so the race start with a swim and when the swim finishes you then head to your bike so the time between the swim exit and you starting to ride is called transition 1 um and and the time between you dismounting the bike and starting the run which is the final leg is transition 2 and all of the time is added together um to give you give your overall finish time of which you will be ranked uh when compared with the others to see where you come so um in that race with the with a, a few thousand competitors um i was able to record the fastest transition 2 um that's yeah transition to so yeah so i was wow. very um very happy about that amazing so owen how do you balance your work life and your personal life how do you draw that line it's uh, it's it's uh, a <laughs> <laughs> i guess i would want to say that it's a very thin line um, because triathlon and work and family it's 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 a lifestyle it's not like okay i'm just going to go and you know just train for an hour and that is it um neither can you just say oh i'm going to spend 20 minutes with my family or oh, and that is it it's a it's a lifestyle um it's what you do 
when at home or when at training, after training, it's what you do daily. Um, so for me, just like I, I try, I try my utmost best, and I'm not perfect, perfect at it. Um, in trying to be very intentional in set aside in the specific time um, to do what needs to be done, whether it be family time, whether it be training time. And you may find, you know, sometimes a training may need to be canceled because family comes first. Um, that's for me. Family definitely comes first. Um, so obviously you don't want to be missing training sessions because it's going to affect what your 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 development um but then again you need to be able to draw that line to understand or to draw the line to determine you know what can you know which part of your training session you can compromise uh, but just having at the back of your head that family is first um our family is first over <laughs> sports um so it's just being intentional and giving that priority, um, priority to family, but just ensure that you um, spend sufficient time um, on both ends or both fronts to ensure you know that you are doing what needs to be done to improve your family life, to ensure that you know you're doing what needs to be done as a father, as a husband. Um, as a partner and, and also what you, what needs to be done in order for you to be very competitive with your athletes or with your fellow athletes. Nice. So what's one thing you wish you had known before you began your sporting career? I would say, you know, those little things that would definitely those soft skills that that is needed to really boost your performance in the sport um, those soft skills like hmm, you know it would be better if, for me to just read more about this or look at more videos about this or check on things that will you know put my body in a position to be more resilient to the training and the racing so those little fine things, because you could you could you could teach somebody to ride a bike, you could teach somebody to swim, and how to be efficient, etc. Um, but those soft skills that I would refer to them as is something that cannot necessarily be taught. Um, and for some of them, you can develop it or adapt it, but it takes a lot of time. And the sooner you can get you can really appreciate what is needed um, the sooner you're going to achieve or you're going to maximize reach your potential in respect of activity so those soft skills is something definitely would have been very appreciative if, um, if I had the opportunity to do it again yeah just try to grab those soft skills quickly and early nice so my final question to you where do you see yourself in the next five years in the sporting industry and as a founder and coach of your own training business okay all right so in five years time um god's willing um i really would like to still be in the um in the world of triathlon and the world of multi-sports um continue still still racing and being competitive grabbing 
a few more national titles and a few regional events, international events, etc. Um, from a coaching point of view, I definitely want to be able to continue giving back to the sport and passing on those things that I would have learned over the years to the next generation of athletes um, so that they can reach um, their potential um, as, as quickly as possible. So those are the two things as relates to um, my plan for the next five years or my hopes or my aspiration for the next five years as relates to the track and community. Nice. Thank you very much, Owen. It is indeed a pleasure having you on my show today. I wish you nothing but success in all of your future endeavors. So there you have it, listeners. Mr. Owen Earl Josiah, former classmate. We both attended St. John's College together. Yeah. Don't forget to join us next Wednesday for another episode of Unfiltered. Be true to who you are always and stay motivated. <laughs>